In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The gospel this morning feels like a picture postcard from Jesus and the disciples. It's such a snapshot of their ministry, of what it must have been like day in and day out, the teaching, the healing, and just the journeying. Looking at the verse numbers, you can see it's a bit of a mashup, a distinct effort to give us the moments between moments, between the more memorable stories. Between verses 34 and 53, Jesus feeds the 5,000 and walks on water. Yet by focusing on the in-between, it's almost as though we see the essence of Jesus's life on earth. We hear the ability to heal and preach and teach and Christ's ability to simply accept so many people as they are, however they come, and to be available to them. I think it's really beautiful. It's also very challenging for those of us who wanna live a bit more like Jesus. This week, there's no parable, there's no story, just a lesson so simple that we might be tempted to miss it in the middle of the action. This morning, Jesus speaks only a few words to the disciples and to us. Jesus says, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. When Jesus walks on the water, it's not hard for us to admit, I can't do that, so it must mean something else for me. But it is hard for us to rest. It's hard for us to need to rest, and I think even harder to explain away that need to go away to a deserted place all by ourselves and rest a while sounds almost impossible. I think it's hard for the disciples too. They're bursting with stories, with action. We meet the disciples this morning as they are reunited with Jesus and with each other. After they've been sent out into the world two by two to cast out demons and proclaim repentance, They're ready to share their successes and failures and take off again on a new challenge from Jesus. I just imagine that they're really ready to dive into what's next. I've done one thing, give me another. But Jesus says, not yet. Again, he is reordering their lives and changing their pace, not with the instruction to work, but to rest. Even those with the power to heal bodies and cast out demons need to rest from their labors. From the very beginning of creation, God patterned the world to rest. God himself rested and commanded us to do the same. And it has seldom been easy. And if we 21st century New Yorkers struggled to stop before the pandemic, it is even harder now. COVID has caused so much social and emotional distortion. Homes became offices and schools and daycares. The line between the screens and ourselves became blurred. And the boundaries between rest and work, I think for many of us, just ceased to exist. And I think loneliness and isolation by necessity took the place of healthy solitude by choice. And I think we're so turned around between relief and worry, work and play, in person and online, that we have forgotten what it really means to rest. So Jesus speaks to us today with clarity, 
I think Jesus' clarity can sometimes send us looking for the loophole, so let's break it down. Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. Come away, he says, that's the invitation. Jesus is inviting us to come away and take a break right alongside him. To a deserted place, he continues, a place without distraction, without noise, without your phone. Jesus is calling us to lose your tether. In case we missed it, he says, all by yourselves, all by ourselves. After so much enforced isolation, I think we really don't wanna hear how vital it is to set ourselves apart from each other sometimes. But it is healthy to be alone, it's healthy to be quiet, and we need that time and space to focus on connecting with God and to practice prayer just between us and God. And Jesus finishes the invitation by saying, rest a while, rest a while. Lay it all down, let it all go, and rest for a while. This is an invitation for a time and a place, not for all time. We need to rest for a while because there's yet more work to be done. But we need to pause to refuel and to reconnect with God and ourselves. It's both a gift to us and a necessary preparation. The life of discipleship is that rhythm of work and rest and being called back to work anew. Even more than that, all I've left done and undone, I think it's that new work. It's what's coming next that can make it hardest for me to rest personally. And perhaps it's the same for you too. I feel it very acutely at this new phase in the COVID pandemic, which is very disorienting. I find myself switching back and forth between relief, I, I see all your faces, I'm very relieved, and anxiety. During the height of the pandemic, I felt that my life was very small. It was my apartment, my neighborhood, my small community and network in a vast world, in the grip of an illness that we didn't understand. Now there's an influx of activity and possibility across all our little islands, and there is still an onrush of difficult and painful news from around the world and so, so many questions about what is yet to come. I still feel very small. I think it is a spiritual challenge to live in the world at scale. And I think we need to remember that when we feel overwhelmed or when we feel small in a big world or uncertain in the face of the future, when we feel like one piece of a very big world that means our small choices are more important and not less. It means our small Christian witness is more important, not less. We need to heed the deceptively simple and difficult call to rest. God is calling you to rest. Resist the tiny voice that says that being a disciple then meant that they deserve to rest more than you who are disciples now. Resist the tiny voice that wants to tell me, um, they didn't actually get to rest in the gospel today. All those people beat them to it, so maybe me too. 
Resist that. Jesus's intention for his disciples and for himself was clear. This is one of a, a million tiny moments in scripture that tells us that Jesus needed to withdraw to the mountainside and pray, or that Jesus was tired and that Jesus was hungry, that Jesus wept and didn't want to know, didn't want anyone to know where he was. If our only vision of God is indefatigable, constantly moving, not a moment to waste, are we seeing God? Or are we just seeing a distorted mirror image of ourselves and our own striving to be enough? We are made in the image of God, so we already are enough. And we are made in the image of a God that rests and calls us to do the same. We need time and space to be quiet, to remember that God can speak just as powerfully through silence as he can in speech, and that we can experience holy companionship just as profoundly when we are alone as when we are with others. Rest is a spiritual necessity and a part of life itself, and an essential part of the otherwise busy life of discipleship. Amen.